Hello there. How are you? Well, actually, just figured out that exactly this time next week I will have finished my undergrad. So that's exciting. I know. I don't really. I'm like I don't really know how I feel. I think I feel positive about it personally. Have you seen that um, meme which is like when you finish your undergrad degree on some random Thursday in your childhood bedroom? It's like, is that the end? No fucking way. (laughs) You sounded more like you were from Belfast than you were Harry. Is that who it is? I did not know that was who it was. I just, I just thought it was, it's just a voice. No, let's put a name to the face or the other way around. Voice to the voice to the name. Voice to the name. It is in fact Mr. Highstein. But yeah, so. There's that. How are you? I know you're not finished this time next week. No, I'm not. I've got, I think, three more weeks to go, roughly. You can um, do it. Mentally, I'm done already, but yeah. physically, I'm not done. I've still mentally, got more. I'm not sure I ever started. No, particularly not this year. No, not really. Um, but if you, <laughs> Queen's actually are listening to this, um, disregard that previous statement. But yeah. We we are back with another instalment of Living La Vida Loca. We do in fact live La Vida Loca. We used to, sadly. No, not the way that we used to. Um, it's a much different kind of Loca these days. Yeah. But this week, it's all about probably the, the Loca part of <laughs> España, because there is... Plenty well, Spain to itself. take in. Well, Spain itself, yes. There is plenty to take in. Um, if you're about to do British Council or, you know, you're considering it, revisit this episode because these are things we did not know we were about to encounter, and they they're they're culture shocks. Yeah, I think these things now. I think as soon as you know them, it's not so shocking. But when mm-hmm. you arrive. And I think it's particularly because obviously it was very different for the Americans and I include the Canadians in this. Um, Obviously they weren't actually American, but the North American component Mm -hmm. of the program. They were were all kind of like everything in Europe is far for them. So everything Uh is kind of exciting. Whereas we were like, oh, Spain, like not that it wasn't exciting, but I know Spain, I I know what I know what it's about. Or so you think. Or so you thought. You're like, I've been there on holiday. How different could it be? It can be very different. (laughs) Your two weeks in Mallorca is not the same. (laughs) It's really not the same. Like there's just so many different things. I would say probably the first thing for us was things to do with like our apartment because there were just some things that maybe you thought you were going to have that you didn't have and maybe you yeah. thought that like you were going to like have not to use like a little thing of gas to light yeah, like a caveman. Yeah I was about to say let's start the episode with I think we <laughs> briefly referred to the gas before at some point but this was yes. like the, my friend did the British Council this year and this was one of the first things I said to her yeah. is that how familiar are you with installing gas canisters because if you're not get familiar now yeah and the thing was is that it wasn't even just our apartment like obviously I think we mentioned before we had like a really old TV and stuff but the rest of it was quite nice but... that TV so much <laughs> but the thing was is that like I'm pretty sure all our friends had to use gas it was like a 
a beautiful, it's like, you know the orange things? I don't know how to describe it to people. There is a name is for it. Is it propane? I think it might be propane. Pro- I'm not I, sure. It's those As we discussed gases. last week, we didn't really do very well in chemistry. But yeah, it's like, but- <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, it's like a, a calor gas thing. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, the They're called is- Repsol. The, the phrase is bombana in Spanish because I still get emails and Butano. it's like, Butano. Butano. No, P-Day bombana, like, oh. uh, like order your gas canister. So I feel like it's butane, it must be like butane gas and the actual thing is called a bombana in Spanish. So maybe if you're doing some Spanish revision and listening to this, there you go. Um, But yeah, it was, we had to like connect it and disconnect it to this. It looked like a boiler. Yeah, what we bas- like. basically there's no there was no central heating or so we had electricity but the cooking gas and the gas to heat the water came from this can so you basically mm-hmm. had to plug it in with this yeah. sort of weird nozzle looking thing and it was only me that could do it I seem to remember I like every time there was a new cab I could not get it it was my job to like order it and like which was to be fair the more stressful of the two <laughs> I, well we ended up the first few times we were led to believe when we first got there that we were going to need one like not that frequently you needed one every month minimum, um, minimum. and and if you live we... with someone who le- left it on all night you needed it more <laughs> than once a month that's not actually shaded me that is shaded our previous roommate um, and if you let as well the one smart thing about it was is that it was like outside well not really outside but there was like a little door and then there was kind of like a little outside bit where we would like hang our clothes and stuff it was out there so at least that was the plus that made sense but the actual system of the gas did not really make every sense every single time we ordered it it was different so yeah i remember so clearly we called we were told we needed a contract we called our mm-hmm. landlord they said we didn't need a contract we called again they yeah. delivered it to our house randomly then yeah. another time we had to pick it up on the street yeah. Went to the, the garage and ordered it another time. The last car drove you to like some location to pick it yep. up. Yep. This was all. See, other people, like permanent residents, had these little things that they could obviously wheel it down to because all the petrol stations had them. There was like big cages full of them. So they obviously had these wee things and you could wheel it to and from your apartment. But our landlords were moving into our apartment after us and wanted to do it up so they didn't want the gas anymore so understandably understandably it got to the point where they were like we're just going to come and pick you up and get it so you don't have to have a contract so we constantly had to like call our landlord and be like we're going to need gas and if we didn't have it we could not a cook because there was there was so many times I feel like because the other thing was that it, there was so many like bank holidays and stuff so oh, there was yeah. so many times where it would just be like five days and have to have a cold shower yeah and I remember making like couscous in <laughs> boiling water for dinner and stuff. yeah it was a bit because you couldn't really tell when it was going to go out like you could like sometimes it lasted us a bit more than a month sometimes it was less than a month but that brings me to the next culture shock was you're maybe thinking oh well maybe you didn't have a hob but like didn't your oven run on electricity and the answer that is that we didn't have an oven <laughs> that was not in our that was not at our disposal oh my god um, I remember do you remember shout out to hannah if you're listening uh-huh. to this do you remember when hannah told us that she'd learned how to fry a pizza on the stove top because obviously we couldn't 
put in like a pizza in the oven I just remember thinking we've really reached desperate times that's what it's come to used to be able to get microwavable pizzas from you were a big fan of that I went and got that because see if I was like hungover they were small enough they were like a euro they were like throw them in the oven they were small so the fact not throw them in the oven no not throw them in the oven throw them in the microwave um see who didn't didn't have ovens ovens are like a big thing I think people who lived in houses had ovens or like people who lived in or people who lived in modern apartments yeah it was rogue like our our kitchen was small but I mean you could have fit an oven in it um for a start but yeah no oven I, I that was something that I missed I, we had to adapt but like I missed an oven do you remember the writing on the wall of the kitchen as well <laughs> it was stickers like it was so we had tiles we had more tiles in our kitchen than we had in our bathroom can I just yeah, definitely. highlight that for a second like our bathroom had like normal walls and our kitchen had like tiles and they had these, these stickers but obviously the English didn't make sense on the stickers because the English never made sense it was something like powerful walk he goes who has coffee yeah something along the lines of something about happiness it was like happiness kitchen beauty and like that was like the (laughs) the general like sentiment of like the stickers on the wall i wish i had a photo of them i missed that apartment so much (laughs) i would honestly sell my soul to go back to rio ebro numero dos eatsy oh do not that was i feel like the apartment it's just the whole thing is that like we loved the apartment and it was actually quite nice like modern but there were some weird parts to it and that was like that was being like there was exactly just... like there was not a single part of the year that I was like I don't want to be here I want to be at home but on a day-to-day basis things would happen that you'd think this is not what I was expecting yeah you're like it some of it just didn't make sense I feel like the fact another big thing for me that really set the tone was us going into the bank after struggling to get to the point where we could go into the bank and open a bank account that there wasn't oh, a queue God. there was yeah, not this a was, queue th- this was a huge culture shock because if you're <laughs> listening obviously from the UK you know you have to queue in the UK it's absolutely illegal more or less not to queue and in Spain basically what would happen is people would just go in they would ask someone who's the last person in line some random person would put up their hand and then they would just kind of keep their eye on that person yeah. and when they when it came to the when that person went up they knew that they were next but there was no standing around that like people would just leave and people would be sitting all over the place it's just absolutely chaotic it, it oh it just couldn't even be described like maybe if you want to go in and say oh are you the last person whatever but would you not stand in a line people when I say people were like not in the queue I mean they were completely spread out across yeah. the place it was like they were in a waiting room yeah that's <laughs> literally what it was everywhere like the bank like you the post the office the was the worst the post oh, office was the post chaos. office you used to have to get a number and oh my god it was horrendous it just didn't it was make... like going to Argos like I would describe queuing anywhere in Spain as going to Argos like you got yeah. a random number yeah in the supermarket and there was no rhyme or reason okay. how fast you'd be served no there honestly was not and nowhere ever was like fully staffed I never went in anywhere and there was everyone at a retail there was you know you'd go into Carrefour and there'd be like three tills on max at a time and like but there 700 was, people waiting 
Yeah, but there was a full six or seven till. I'm like, what is the point in this? Because it's never full. And this is another thing. <laughs> this brings me again. If you wanted to go to the shop, when was the siesta? Did we I think it was from light? two to five. Two to five. Uh, so maybe you were thinking, I'll go to the shop before like I want to make myself some dinner. I'll go to the shop just in the middle of the day because I'm free. Or maybe you were thinking you wanted to do anything between the hours of two to five. (laughs) Like, let's not limit it to the shops. No, 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 no. You could go to a cafe from two to five, but then you couldn't go to a cafe from, like, five to seven. You couldn't go to all cafes from two to five, though. You could only go to Café Total. Oh, yeah. Most cafes took a siesta. Uh You'd go to the one cafe we went to. Yeah. And even... Some shops stayed open, like... The big shops. stayed supermarket stayed open from two to five but not on Sundays but all the clothes shops closed from two to five. Oh yeah I can't I could never I can't remember exactly how it works I mean Sunday was total lockdown. Sunday, Sunday was, was Sunday was I think Spanish people probably had quite a good practice of what it was like because that was every Sunday in Spain anyway like you, you don't, I don't have to worry about what it would be like living in a post-apocalyptic society because I know what it looks like because I walked down the street on a Sunday. You could go. I remember one time we went to a bakery on a Sunday and we got little like, um, like pastries. I remember we did that. You could go to like some cafes and and they used to also just some places would just take like a week off. Like you just go and <laughs> for no reason. I just go to like. I remember Holly and Brad came over and I tried to take them to Nuno de which we loved, and it was just closed, like the whole time. The holiday was like maybe that Friday, but then it didn't open the rest of the time. They just decided, oh, we'll close for a week. I know. Why not? It was. There was no. Maybe there. Maybe there was a way things work. I think that there was, but it was never really explained. I think as well, the thing about Sunday was a lot of people would, there was, you know, on the Esplanada, there was a bunch of kind of nice restaurants. I think yeah. that those were open because people would go out for lunch, but basically the supermarkets were shut and all but the sort of the most sort of famous cafes were mm-hmm. famous, <laughs> famous now, <laughs> but the most well-known cafes were shut. So basically you had to work out on a Sunday, on a Saturday night, and they, they cl- the shops closed quite early on a Saturday night. So basically, on a Friday, you had to work out what you had to, you wanted to eat for the rest of the week. Oh if yeah. You every- if you didn't have food on a Sunday, tough. You just yeah. had to wait till Monday. Literally every, I think it's like every Saturday, my mum would text me and be like, "Do you have food for Sunday? Do you have, like, or is there like bread and milk? You could go to the like the garage was always open. That was the one place that it stayed open, but." You could go and like get like a ready made or something, or you go to Domino's or whatever. But you used to have to just walk. You used to have to leave your apartment on Sunday and do a lap of the place and see where it was open because some Sundays places were open, others they were. And if it was a bank holiday, to be fair, one thing that they did do was open on a Sunday if they were going to close on the Monday. Oh, I forgot about that. That's true. There was a lot of bank holidays. Oh yeah, they they loved a bank holiday and they just. They just rolled with it. I mean, a bank holiday was like, I mean, if there's a bank holiday here, I still have to go to work. But if there's a bank holiday in Spain, no one's working. 
Yeah, the president's not working. I'm, I'm telling you, they probably close their hospitals. They're, they probably close. You could probably vote the fire brigade and they'd be like, mm, sorry, we're closed. It's a Sunday. <laughs> You're going to have to burn. We'll come to you on Monday morning. That was the, that was the situation. Oh, literally. There was so much stuff. It was just absolutely wild. I have to say, there was some things in the schools that were kind of wild as well like was it the same in your school that the teachers were the ones who moved classrooms no in my school the children moved but only sometimes yeah it was like it, so yeah the way that at school you would always the teacher would like a primary school you'd be in a classroom uh-huh. and you'd have the same teacher or a teacher would come to your classroom that's the way it is always in Spain yeah like we used to just be I used the thing was is that the kids all like flooded into the hallways anyway but they didn't move which I guess actually makes sense because whenever I was in school that bell rang and it was like oh my god there was you wanted to limit the numbers of times those children were let loose at the bedlam when they were out in the corridors it was I like I was feral behavior yeah it was like a stampede so in my school I knew if I was like going to like teach like 4B I'd get to the classroom and all the kids would be there but the other teacher might not be there it was very and they would immediately swarm you yeah page 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 teacher teacher yes yes like that was oh I miss it that was all they said you'd say anything and they just go yes and that that was exactly how they said it too it was like yes it was so positive it was like it wasn't a confused yeah it was yes 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 I'd be like uh, I don't even know Seth wasn't a yes or no answer I'd say um what did you do this yeah what's your name yes what did you do this weekend yes yes please yes I was like I love the positivity guys or sometimes they just go no 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 Spanish <laughs> Spanish Spanish <laughs> that was exactly how they did it no 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 like, you, it was you never... would be like what is your name no 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 no, no, no. maestra no 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 no, no. no por, English por fa maestra that was literally it um, I feel like that was a culture shock how completely comfortable like the teacher the teacher children yeah the children would swear at the teachers which I found wild like if you'd swore at a teacher at school mm-hmm. it would have been that would have been it like you'd have been definitely been sent to the year head yeah you do but like and I feel like the teachers also I don't want to I'm not gonna like get someone in trouble but like one time one of the teachers like had their hand like on the kid's head it was not malicious it was not yeah there was a lot of manhandling of the children <laughs> they just like had and I was like if a teacher touched you in school a teacher would be terrified to touch you at school like even just a friendly little like pat on your head or on your shoulder no also I feel like the, the kids would openly flirt with us which was really strange yeah because when you'd say it to the teacher like the teachers would never like say anything they would just accept that as the way it was they were I just think that the kids in schools were a lot different to how kids in school here behave like no matter what school you went to obviously there's like schools with like badly behaved kids everywhere but I don't think that the schools that we were in were like a standard for bad behaviour like it was just 
that's just how they were. Like, it was just chill. I honestly, I was just thinking about the fact, remember we like a um, presentation when you first arrived in a new class and they would say sort of, do you have any questions for them? And it would always yeah. be like, do you have boyfriend? Yeah. <laughs> no, why are you I also got asked once, just out of the blue, and I'll never forget this wee guy, he just goes, do you like kebab? I was like... Yeah, I got used to get asked, do you like paella? Yeah. Do you like hummus? Do you like, like uh, the fish? The fish? And it was like, they were talking about, obviously, because where we were was right beside the sea, and they would just ask, do you like the fish? Do you like the, uh, 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 the lobster? I was like, yeah, I mean... You're- Okay, this was an art class, by the way. They just used to, they were like interrogating me constantly and there was no, no shyness, no, maybe that's not an appropriate thing to say. No. It would always be like, I saw you at the weekend, but it would always be so like random. You'd be like, well, why didn't you just come and say hello? They'd be like, I saw you at Supersol. Like, (laughs) what were you hiding behind the cheese aisle or something? Like, why didn't you say that? They always, some of them always used to say to me, I see you at, and they'd say somewhere, and I was not there. <laughs> like, there I must see be you some at other, <laughs> I'm like, there must be some other girl here who is one, paler than everyone else, two, bleach blonde, and three, with blue eyes. I don't think I look like anybody in this town. I really did not. So I don't know who they were perceiving as me, but it wasn't me. Also, talking about the supermarkets, I feel like, for me, oh. the biggest is the fact that you couldn't buy tin tomatoes. I don't know why <laughs> this really hit, hit me so hard, but basically every single thing that I make at that point, well, everything I knew how to make on the hob involved tin tomatoes, probably to some degree. And all you could get was this kind of like Heinz tomato soup sludge stuff. It was horrible. Mm. What could you... I'm trying to remember what else you couldn't get it was strange that you were like why is this so hard to get your hands on what, the bread the I, I bread didn't, didn't like... have any crust remember it would come oh yeah and the bread it would come like pre slice and it was yeah, it was tiny little slices it was like little minute it was like bread for children like lunchables <laughs> yeah and milk i don't feel like they had so much like what do you call that milk you something to be honest if I had asked for it they would have been like ah yes UTI like I know for a fact that's what they would have said but do you remember when I went and asked them if they had fresh milk in the supermarket if I asked like do you sell kidney like I don't know like human kidneys here yeah which they probably would have been like ah maybe but they they had something against the fresh milk I feel like we were the only people purchasing fresh milk fresh milk I was like, I'm not going to drink. I mean, I suppose we could have drunk the other milk, but I was not used to that. I did not have that before, so I was just going to try to order milk alternatives. Order own milk. Oh no! You'd be absolutely banished from the vicinity. They would have just been like, no, and just (laughs) walk away. They would have been like, no, they would not have given you it. On the flip side of what the supermarkets didn't have or was a bit stranger the price of alcohol oh my god so oh, good 
Remember Los oh. Molinos, the wine you loved. Oh, one eighty-three for a bottle of white wine, and it, and it wasn't, wasn't like disgusting. It was nice. In the UK, if you buy white wine under a fiver, you know it's going to taste like vinegar, and you just you kind of accept that. Whereas this was actually like very drinkable. Yeah, it was very drinkable. I loved it. We could get we used to get Calva for like really cheap too. Yeah, that used to be like two or three. Do you remember euros those though? cartons of sangria, like Don oh. Don some, Don, Don Simon? Simon. Oh. <sighs> So I mean, I knew those from like being on holiday, like the cartons and stuff like that, but also the cartons of just normal wine that were a euro. It was like a litre of wine for a euro. I remember because... Chase used to get those litre things of beer like every oh, single yeah. day and it was like 60 cents. But literally beer used to, you used to be able to get a tin of beer. Maybe it was like the size of a tin of Coke for like 63 cents, maybe even less. A tin of a tin of full fat coke in the UK, some places they will charge you yeah, extortionate prices. And used to walk in and uh, I I would literally sell my soul to have I don't think the UK could be trusted with the prices of, I mean we have like laws for minimum prices of alcohol. Does not exist in Spain. I could not exist well. in Spain. The thing is, you just had to really, you had to be really quick in the supermarket as well because they had these huge legs of like dry <laughs> hanging up, which stank. Oh, heavens, they were horrible. Actually, it wasn't that I wasn't... got me. It was the fish. The fish got me. Oh, it was, ugh, I hate the smell of fish. So I used to have to, in, in Carver, it was beside the, the freezer. So I just like run past the freezer <laughs> to the other side of the store. It was vile. But to be fair, like I feel like their fresh produce is incredible. It's not as yeah, good the, as the UK. The, the fruit and veg was really good. Yeah, I miss it. I'm trying to think what else. We've got supermarket, we've got general lack of queues. We had the I still. Think, I think the, the uh, like we were talking about the old TV earlier. I think mm-hmm. the fact that, I don't know, there was no chat, like there was not really any because we had this old TV, there wasn't any free view or cable or anything. And so we ended up basically just watching The Simpsons all the time because that was the only thing we could get in English. And that was quite a culture shock for me, but I loved it. The ads on TV, they... Oh my God. Do you remember, um, what's it, Lost Swat? <laughs> Lost Swat. But they used to tell you, I don't know if it was just, it wasn't just Nox, it was like other TV ones. The ads used to, normally an ad here is like five minutes and they don't tell you how long it's going to be. It used to be like, we'll be back in seven minutes. Yeah, volvemos en siete minutos. Yeah, and then the other time it would be like, we'll be back in one minute, three minutes, I know. 25, 14. It was crazy. It just, again, no rhyme or reason. Maybe the UK is a bit too, I feel like we're a bit too rigid. Sometimes. I think the t- TV in general that we watch. Remember, I got really into that show. Like again, there was all things that I would never have normally watched because you had absolutely no control over what came on. Remember yeah. Mystery Diners? That was so good. With the guy <laughs> who was like Charles Dow's Mystery Diners, and he that would crazy. and he would go in and um, expose all these employees in these like American Italian um, restaurants. And I was thinking, who in Spain is watching this? <laughs> like I- it was not. How easy to understand that? and I spoke English. Like, I don't understand how they had that TV channel. It was obviously like, obviously the Simpsons and Modern Family and stuff, they're, they're big ones worldwide. But then they had that random crap that, you know, no, no one watches here. So 
so who do you know what they did have? they did have the disney channel and i think that was where we received <laughs> yeah absolutely conversing to descendants yeah descendants was i don't remember if we've mentioned descendants but basically why would we have but why would we have not <laughs> we this was a big part of our time in spain because with our third roommate this was the really the main thing that we had in common and we could strike up a conversation about <laughs> because we all this was like the first week of us being here and it was on tv and it was in english we'd finally be, we'd finally find an english channel which oh my god were we gonna english. watch that oh we didn't, oh we, didn't my god. we didn't have wi-fi yet as well so we were like well obviously we'll just watch this because yeah we didn't have yeah that was another thing could you move into anywhere in the uk right now except for like a country manor house built in 1803 without wi-fi i don't think you could no we managed it in spain though we i know and I, and I feel like um yeah descendants that honestly that really was quite because then we got really strangely into it and i remember about a month later we got invited to someone's for the weekend and we had to decline to stay the night because the third Descendants was premiering on Disney Channel. <laughs> I think I think that's why we got into it because it was just before the third one came out, so they were like bombarding it everywhere, and we were like, we fell for it for some reason. We were like, okay, we'll watch it. But if you haven't watched it, give it a watch. It's pretty good. And then well, the, not ki- good, but... the kids in the school would tell me that they watched it, and I'd be like, oh god, this is not great. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, no, I would say that. In terms of sanity at that point, <laughs> don't think it was high. So I don't think we were really in our right minds. Yeah, we, we had all these culture shock. All see all these things that we had just mentioned. These were not things that we find over time. They were these all were the things. first day. They were all like that first week. I was like, okay, I can't get anything on a Sunday. I can't get anything between the hours of two and five if i do want something in the supermarket i need to put a gas mask on to walk past the fish i also can't get normal bread or milk i can't get a euro (laughs) i can't get a liter of wine for a euro and if i do also this is probably like a good thing due to like how cheap the alcohol is you'd maybe think that like kids would drink not kids but like at least 16 year olds but we used to see them all the time they just go out. They just be like stumbling about, just like having a little gander around um, the town centre, not drinking, not, not doing, really doing anything, anything. Bad. <laughs> except for like not doing anything at all. Us. Well, not harassing. No, maestra, maestra. And they'd like wave at you, page, page. I was like, hi guys. But I honestly, I don't think I'll ever feel as much of a celebrity in my life, like no matter what I do in my life, as I did when I walked down that main street in Montreal, uh, and the kids would act like honestly they had never seen you before yeah they loved it they literally laughed it up but they were very good like they were just they were crazy but not bad i think it was it was nice in some ways that because i think if you it was the other way around a spanish language assistant coming to the uk like i remember our language assistants we basically like i think we would probably barely learn their name over the Mm -hmm. year we didn't really see them very much i would have never really spoken to them i loved my spanish one but i hated my french one i feel like they just didn't oh i remember you telling me about (laughs) mode 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 can get an episode on 
things that traumatized me <laughs> that shouldn't have traumatized me but yeah i think that we didn't obviously we didn't like live right beside the school like or anything but i think that if they had walked past if i if a french language assistant or a spanish language assistant in the uk walked past a group of 16 year olds they taught in a park they would have a very different experience i know i would you would fear for your life whereas in spain the kids were like come to my house like my mum will make you dinner and you were like oh bless i'm not gonna do that but it's very Thank sweet you. of you to offer do you know what culture shock just came to me that shouldn't have been a culture shock the kiss oh god that was that was really traumatic because i just think in the uk sort of particularly with the male teachers if you were sort of like i don't know if you were a girl in your early 20s like a 50 year old man even like particularly a colleague wouldn't kiss you on the cheek yeah it wasn't i mean it obviously it's one of those things that you're like i should have known that they were exactly. going to do that but then it happens and you're like oh my god like, and you don't you'd always go into the hug and they'd like go for the kiss and it was like that tiktok sound it's like let's stay playful together <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally like well to be fair and this was sad the teacher that i <gasps> fancied my god, what was his name alfredo yes he <sighs> went like he give he was like oh i'm not gonna give it was me and our other roommate our first day at school he's like oh I'm not going to give you like a kiss like I know that's not what you guys do and I was like see you know and all the other teachers that I met were English speaking people so they should have known that I would have been uncomfortable with a kiss it wasn't a kiss on the lips it was a it wasn't uncomfortable it was more just like I we didn't know what what level of familiarity you were supposed to do that yeah. so I feel like sometimes people would do it immediately when they met you they'd be like encantado and yeah. then and then then like shake the milk. shake your hand but it was more formal oh yeah I feel like we got our hands <laughs> do you remember <laughs> I feel like I don't know if this was a culture shock or just a random event do you remember when we were in the bank getting our bank accounts and the oh, girl yeah, and the president the president of the bank came over and was like welcome to Montreal yeah like, he shook our like, hands he was like you're the only foreign people in this <laughs> we were like um thank you um I felt like being like are you gonna deposit some money in my account for that or what but yeah. it was like my yeah like, oh. <laughs> yeah people were very very helpful but people, people were, were very so familiar friendly. with you like very quickly I feel like especially do you remember our upstairs neighbour like one of her it was like a playmat or something ended up in our little window near where our gas was so she came down she came down and she was like asked for it this is all in Spanish I'm not going to recreate it she like came in and was like instead of just instead of waiting outside and we were like oh we'll come get it she just came straight in I was like help yourself um (laughs) <laughs> give her her little playmat back and she remember she was like oh I hope my grandson isn't too loud for you um I I tell him like she was basically like I hit him I tell him all but he still was quiet we were like <laughs> and I, I was like I do hear a lot of noise upstairs <laughs> we were like do you know what it, it, it's okay we didn't think that she was gonna tell us that outright downstairs oh. our downstairs neighbor was like the, she was the worst part of living in Spain. Yeah, she hated us. We had one part, this was another, well, I'd say it was a culture shock because things close here 
at least in Northern Ireland, at like two in the morning. But you don't go out until like two in the morning in Spain. So we were having praise past 12 at night. But past 12 at night is basically like half six in the evening in Spain. Let's be real. Yeah, kids are still up. Kids are still up. And we had praise. And then the next morning we went past and she started like telling us off in Spanish. And we only had like six or seven people. It wasn't like there was about 40 people in the flat. Yeah. Very small gatherings. I mean, I feel like an old person would do that and tell you off here as well if you had a party like that wasn't so much a culture shock as we didn't like her or as that was the first time she spoke to us and she was telling us off but people were very comfortable with you people would chat to you people were very comfortable the woman in the lift who um took her top off in front of (laughs) me and she was about 70 that was really strange she was like oh it's so hot in here and just like stripped down to her bra do you remember the woman that was like you were just standing there like, yeah, it's pretty warm, but I'm not going to I'm not going to okay. join you on that one. There was a woman in the lift who was like talking to me about my phone plan for some, I can't remember why, but I was just standing there and I was like, I think that they talked to us so much because they could tell that we were foreign. I think it's nosy. It, oh, it's nosiness. Yeah, because they don't hide it. There was the guy in, who lived on our floor who always in the lift would be like to me, my grandson lives in Norway. Do you know him? <laughs> I was like, I'm not from Norway. <laughs> and every single time I would be like, no, I'm from the UK. I'm not from Norway. And he'd be like, ah, bally, bally, bally. And the next time he'd be like, do you know him? <laughs> do you know him? They're, so, they're just so... I feel like everyone's nosy, but they're like even... They don't hide their nosiest. You weren't... Oh, wait, you were there, but I don't think you realised what was going on. Someone was like getting arrested on the street below oh our God, apartment yes. and everyone was leaning out the windows to look I heard this commotion and I like peeped out my window to see what it was but then whenever I looked out people were hanging over their balcony <laughs> I mean everyone in our building and the building across was risking their lives to see what was going on and then I just joined them I was like hello and it was incredible everyone was standing watching it and I was like no one has any shame no one no, exactly. Like I feel like you know you hear like um like curtain twitches in the UK, like people who like peek out from their living room, but they try and keep it quite subtle. There was absolutely no subtle scene no. like this. Spain would have like their whole their curtains open, binoculars, a seat, a bowl of popcorn, everything. Like, <laughs> they just there was no shame, which I kind of appreciated because and that means I didn't have to hide being nosy either. I know. I, I think just everything. There was no shame, but I also feel like. It kind of, it just helped us adjust faster to the experience. People were not going to apologise for this downright strange behaviour. And so we had to just accept that. We had to accept it and move on. Um, but if there is anyone who has a specific living La Vida Luca tale request. they would like to be told, request if you have any questions, if you're about to embark on British Council. And would yes, like an insight, help, an insight. Um, don't M- let this more on the two. We will come up with pseudonyms for them. Oh yes, we should. Um, but other than that, I can't think of any. I mean, the, the whole the whole vibe was a culture shock, but we loved it. This is just a handful of things that I really 
They stuck out. And it was good because I think if we'd been in even even Granada, I think mm-hmm. we wouldn't have had these so much because it would have been so possible to be like, oh god, nothing's open. Oh, I'll just go to Starbucks or something. Yeah, you do, you wouldn't have really had to adjust. You'd just been like, well, I'll just find the the thing that I know and yeah. get it, or go to the British supermarket or something. Yeah, there was nothing that we knew. No, it, the, the McDonald's was all we knew. But, but even that, I think closing the Sunday, I'm not gonna lie, which is it bizarre. Was- it was really strange. It wasn't the same menu. I know. I only got it like once or twice, but it was not. Even the ones that you knew, even like the branded things closed. I always thought that like the big branded, like Bershka, Pull and Bear, all that, I thought that was it, but they really didn't. They just no. they closed. I was like, okay. I, they probably weren't even meant to, but who was going to check? <laughs> they probably were meant to stay open. Everyone else was already off for the day. <laughs> they were like, we're not dead open, they're closing. So, we miss it. I feel like we talk about it. We don't want this to be negative. No, there's no negativity. Like, while we were there, we'd come back and be like, I just saw the weirdest thing ever today. But it was always in a spirit of, like, I uh, there's parts of the UK that you would go to and you would just think, what the hell, even as a British person. So yeah. I have no doubt that I would tell Spanish every time I would show a picture of a cooked breakfast to a Spanish child, they would make visible wretched noises. Yep. So maybe if you're Spanish, and I mean I really doubt you're Spanish and listening to this, but if you are, um, and you would like to know of some things that would shock you in the culture of the UK, please. Tin tomatoes. Tin tomatoes. Q to buy your tin tomatoes. Um, please contact us via DM on the Instagram at a Scorpio mm-hmm. Leo podcast and as per usual please send us any requests you have next week's episode is going to be a request uh-huh. it's already been done it's um, conspiracy theories so if you have any conspiracy theories you would like to be covered please send them in and if you have any future requests please send them as well we're open to anything we're very happy to do whatever you want as long <laughs> as it's not weird Dur than what we've already done. <laughs> there's like a la- there's a line that we won't cross. We haven't. We don't know where that line is. Um, I don't know when we'll reach it. I mean, we've done a lot. I think One Direction over World Hunger was a pretty. That was a line that some didn't. That didn't shock us. So that didn't shock us. It's uh, it's really, it's it's there somewhere. Know that it's there. We don't know where it is, but we'll get back to you on it. And. As per usual, thank you so much for listening. I don't even think we did I'm a Scorpio and I'm a Leo at the start. Oh god, we didn't. Well, oh no. uh, let's do it now. Well, I have been a Scorpio. I've been a Leo. We're very sorry for that <laughs> we're sorry. mistake. We're so sorry. Please forgive us. We were just so ready to do Living of Luca. So, thank you for listening, as per usual. And we hope to see you next week. Yeah, have a great week and we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye.